Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Winding Road Home. This is Russ Salerno, and I'm here with my wife, Yvette. I didn't get lovely today. Lovely, wife, what Yvette. What the heck? <laughs> well, I was kind of winging that. It was changing, that, changing up the intro a little bit. But we are available on all of your podcast, major podcast platforms. And uh, this is my lovely wife, Yvette, with me today. Thank you very much. So you yeah, can't I, see Russ, but he's he's kind of looking strangely towards me because his neck's out of whack. It Poor is. Poor thing. It is. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I got adjusted today from. You the want to move on the other side so you don't have to. Turning no. left is kind of tough for you. No, I got the um, I got the the adjustment today. I went in uh, during lunch and and he cracked my neck. It was I don't know if I slept on it wrong. And then he did this one adjustment that it hurts really bad, but feels so good when he's done. And you get down on like almost like all fours, arch your back like a cat, like not the upward, but the lower kind of mm-hmm. the U shaped, the U shaped V. The That'll be cow, cow, whatever. cow. Um, and he pushes on your back. I mean, it just and it's explosive. But he pushes on he your pushes back. Pushes on my lower, yeah. Pushes down on it like really hard. Ow. And um, when I first did it, I was like, okay, I'm never doing that again. But then I felt really good after it was over with. So there was mm-hmm. a lot of pain, but it, it felt better after. And I knew I needed it. And when he pushes down, it like, uh, I guess it just kind of pushes the the vertebrae that is out of line, kind of pushes it down back into place or something. So mm-hmm. that said, um, I, you know, I, I feel much better today. My, my lower back, but my neck is still, I, I think I kind of feel like maybe... My neck is hurting, but it's not. It, may, it might look like that. I think you're you're so, anticipating it. Yeah. So, so um, before we get started, I wanted to um, thank everyone. I think all the listeners to this. Uh, you know, the show is numbers are a little bit down since we since we kind of moved, but we, we, we've kind of been off. But we the, haven't been consistent. We haven't we've been, been able to get grid. ourselves organized right. yet. We've been off the grid for for a little bit, and um, we're back. And um, I think we're just. We need to get in that rhythm again where we're doing like, you know, two a week on a daily. Like we did Sunday night for a Monday. We did Wednesday night for a Thursday. And that felt good. Um, so uh, just bear with us and, and you know, and, and chew up the show. And, and we need to get the video going because with you golfing again and, and me learning and trying to play golf, I think it's going to be fairly comical. I think we could probably get some really good video footage Speaking of insanity. Well, okay. So speaking of golf. Um, speaking of golf. So Yvette um, is in love with Mark Wahlberg. And, well, <laughs> really? she just, she's, that, that's her hey, man. he's that's in her great shape for our age. That's her man crush. Um, so I maybe, think it might be your man crush. <laughs> no. No, I like Iron Man. <laughs> Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah, I like, I, he's, he's funny. But hey, before we get started, we're, we're going to we digress. About, we're going to talk about golf a little bit today. But um, just want to let you guys know that you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as contact the show via the Winding Road Home at gmail.com. This podcast, as we like to always say, is a uh, response to God tugging on our hearts to do something different and bigger than we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not uh, something we get paid to do. This is something that God puts us up here in this little studio and. And we do it for uh, for His glory. So no matter what comes out, uh, didn't say we're professionals, so we've never gotten paid. He puts um, us up here and says, "Good luck, good luck, <laughs> good, good luck. luck, 
Good luck, my children. Yes. Um, so we're, we're, we're just trusting in him that um, maybe something that said during our shows <clears throat> will inspire you and um, motivate you to, um, to, to do something on behalf of God. Like, I mean, I was talking to a good, good friend of mine the other day about good works, without with, faith without good works, and we got to be super careful about doing good works just, just to pat ourselves on the back. Yeah, I know we want everybody wants a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of acknowledgement, but but we got to be real careful why we're doing something. But we're not doing this for any glory. This is for you know just strictly for fun. It's good fellowship between you and me, and um, meaning you and me. Yeah, you and me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, that's it. Yeah, I mean you and me. Like we, yeah, we talk. We talk more. You're on the looking show. at me saying you and me, and you're talking we, to the audience. So talk, how did they know who you're talk talking about? We talk more on the show than we talk in real. No, I'm just saying. But sometimes. Yeah, I mean, because we're busy, so this this kind of gets us like together, and it's good. So this is our date night time. That's what yeah, this is. That's that's real good. <laughs> that's uh, real funny, there, right? Um, so yeah, so um, uh, again, we're just we're just grateful, and I know we're just kind of bouncing around here, but. Um, uh, we also never want to forget to thank our servicemen and women who have uh, basically daily uh, get out of bed and go out and serve to protect us um, without fear. Well, I'm sure there's some fear, but they do it uh, selflessly, and we thank them for that. Yeah. Firemen, women, servicemen and women, police, all the armed forces. We live in a great country. It is such a shame. I know we talked about it on the last show. There's so many people that hate America. It's like everywhere. What what is up with it? I mean, I didn't know the last time last time I checked, if you didn't like somewhere, you went somewhere else. Like if well, you don't like working for a company, you go find a job somewhere well, what else. Well, what you're well, what you're saying is it's there are so many people in America that don't like America. Yeah. That's what you're saying, not no, people from other countries necessarily. No, I'm people saying Americans. I'm don't. saying people from America. Oh, I am proud yeah. to be an American. I love the country we come from, and I love this country. Yeah, I do love too. Love the people, love the scenery. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about um, a few things. We'll talk about golf. We'll talk about people who hate America and how Trump's kind of getting a little bit of a bad rap because he told some people, if you don't like America, get out. I agree with him. Get out. We'll be right back. So if you don't like America, hit the road, Jack. I mean, don't re- come back seriously, no more, no more, I, I, no I'm more. sick of it. I'm sick of it. Really? Just leave. I'm with Trump on this 100%. Please leave. Pack your stuff. All those people, remember when, remember when they said, oh, if Trump is elected? And listen, I'm not a Trump guy. I mean, I, I, he's our president and I support mm-hmm. him. <clears throat> he, I voted for him. He's the best. He was the best of all the candidates that were that, that was left. Um, of all, yeah, of the two, there were, there were tons before in the primary. Oh, stuff. I thought I mean, you meant. I'm like, there I mean, were I was only kind two. of a Ted Cruz guy. Now he's gone turncoat a little bit, but bottom line is, I think Trump does love our country. And when he was elected, there was a lot of people that just said, "I'm out of here." Rosie O'Donnell and uh, Whoopi Goldberg and a bunch of these movie stars, and we're out. I'm leaving. Well, they ain't left yet. 
We're, I mean, we're, we're, we're turning the corner on four or three years, going on four years. Where are they going to go? Why are they still in America? Because America is not as because bad full, as they think it is. Because and I know it's a Christian show, but they are full of crap. You said they the are. C word. They are. They, I mean, like, that's all they do is blow smoke. That's it. It's a bunch. It's a, it's just a. Because they get attention it's a, it's out of it. It's all about them. It's all about them. They're like children. You know, so um, I'm with you, Trump, um, if you're listening course i know he's not but if he does get a hold of this podcast uh, give us some props. he's going to be so impressed he's going to give he's going to want to meet us he's going to give he, us i like you too he's going to give this this podcast a five-star rating which we hope everyone does um when they when they go to um apple podcast to give us a rating i'll let you grow out your hair and you can do the comb over so when you meet him you can have the same do okay i i like trump but i don't like him that much <laughs> i'm never doing my hair like that all right, but yeah, seriously, um, the soccer players that don't like us, don't like America and the way it is. I mean, and it's another thing to complain about America and just be just noise, white noise out there. Mm-hmm. And then it's another thing to actually, okay, well, if you don't like something, do something about it. Like if you're anti-police and you hate police, instead of you know, fighting against the police, then go into the police force, like do something like join the police force and be a, be a difference maker rather than just be complaining all the time and cussing and, and just, just being the, that's what makes me crazy. There are so many people that I'm around that will complain about things, but they don't do anything about it. They want somebody to do something about it. They just, they just want to hear themselves complain. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like, well, if you don't, well, if you, you want to do something. Head, you hit it on the head earlier. It is about publicity for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the guy from Archie Bunker, like the Archie Bunker's son-in-law. Oh, yeah. That guy. I don't know his oh, name. What did they call him? He, he complained name? about something and said Trump's a racist because he's telling people to get out. And everybody's jumping on this bandwagon. You and mean like, in real life? Yeah. No, the tr- uh, Archie Bunker uh, in the, on the show. Remember the guy that was the No, I know. Her uh, her the yeah. the son-in-law. Yeah, and he was he was yeah. yeah. So that guy, I don't Michael. know. Michael. Michael. I don't know who he is. Is that his name? I don't know who he is in real life. I, I really don't. I just saw his picture and I saw this thing where he's ranting and raving about. I mean, I didn't even know he was alive. Like why are you why Oh, he's a big liberal, aren't why they? Is your, why is your opinion Hollywood even is. important at this point? And I mean, because I he guess gets attention, is, but it's just it's a shame. Like just seriously, think about it. We give the attention to the people that make them. You know the squeaky wheel. So the the crazy you are, the goofier things you do, the more irritating you are, or the more out in left field you are about something. You're they're the ones that get all the attention. Let's start doing some crazy stuff so people pay more attention. Yeah. Well, what's crazy is. Um, the, the crazy the, the crazy folks, the intolerable folks, are the ones that are getting all the press because the press is owned by um, the liberals. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's we a, know that. You know, so... But in, in the end, you know, God's in control of all this, but I will tell you, if you don't like America, get out. Just just seriously, it's, it's really easy to leave. Go find a country and just pick one. They're all over the place and leave. But people don't leave because this is the freest, best, greatest, all those adjectives. Well, if you think about it, the, the other in the world, the other week, whatever day it was, I mean, day of the week, the fourth, the fourth of July, we were out at the National Whitewater Center, and it was packed, jam packed, jam packed, 
And we were sitting kind of near an entrance, but right where they left the fireworks. And the way I was sitting, I was kind of turned towards the group, but in doing that, I could see everybody kind of walking past us. And so I could people watch till the cows came home, which was wonderful. And what I noticed is every color, every race, um, you know, lesbian, homosexual, I mean, there were, I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain, like basically just about every nationality, every person, every, every, everything you can think of, I saw. And you know what? Everybody had a good time. Everybody was friendly. Um, and everybody just sat there and enjoyed those fireworks. They enjoyed celebrating the 4th of July. And I don't know what their personal opinions are or whatever, but I would think if they didn't love this country, they wouldn't be sitting there watching the fireworks that are celebrating the 4th of July, which is celebrating our country. Um, and that was just really nice to see because even our friends that go all the time said, we've never seen it this packed. Mm. So it was it was really nice to realize that, you know, and granted nothing, nothing political was happening, nothing religious was happening. It was just Americans getting together. I mean, black, white, Hispanic, Indian, um, you know, any any nationality you could think of was walking by. I mean, I, didn't I see saw any Mexicans. I'm just playing. Oh no, there were I mean, I'm just, no. I wish I had a list so I could list yeah, like no, there were I feel a lot like of it was like the biggest melting pot which is well, which was, is what America it really is. It was a it was a different yeah. crowd. Like everybody everybody was different. Everybody was, but everybody was having a great there was no everything was positive. It well, was such and, a great that's, experience that's to the all thing, those people. That, that this is this is where I don't understand. It's like why can't why can't it be like that? Like why can't we just get along? Right. We all have different beliefs. We all have different, you know, um, worldviews, um, opinions, but we can still be uh, amicable. We can still be kind. We can still be, you know, and just because I disagree with your lifestyle or maybe a decision you make or or whatever, mm -hmm. because it doesn't line up with my worldview doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't have to be that. Mm -hmm. Like what that's what. That's what everything is equated to today. And we've talked about this before on the show at, at, at nauseum that just because you disagree with something, just, you know, you don't have to hate somebody. We can all, we can, I can disagree with someone and, you know, I explain still, this to people. I say, you know, here's, here's the deal. Now it's not exactly the, exactly the same, but I love my children. Do I, do I love when they lie to me? No, I, I don't, I, I don't like the sin. I don't like the disrespect, but I love them no matter what. Yeah, you can you can love people, love your fellow man, even though you don't agree. You don't have the same beliefs. You don't like what they stand for or something they think is okay that you don't think is okay. But that doesn't mean that you hate that person. Mm -hmm. And you know, I also feel like with social media and everything we have, you think about when we were kids. We didn't have cell phones, which our kids think is insane. How did you not have a cell phone? Can you, you imagine? Like, if you think about it, we didn't have cell phones. If we want to talk on the phone and you didn't want your parents or your brother or sister to be in your way, you prayed that your mom and dad got one of those phones with the 30-foot cord, you know, the twisty cord, mm -hmm. that you can pull all the way around in the other room. And what, and what was the worst is that your older brother, when he decided to be a jerk, could just hang it up in the other room. But... You didn't have instant access to everything. You couldn't see stuff all the time. 
People wanted to have a conversation. You had to get together and talk to each other about it. There was no social media to hide behind mm. uh, the media. I mean, I'm sure the media has always been a little bit to the left, but nev- never like it is today. But everything is well, so easily the, accessible the all the yeah. time. And, and I don't think that people are as angry as people want them to think they are. I think there are people that are angry, but what happens is it's that small minority of people that you hear that are yelling and screaming, and those are the ones that get the coverage. I really believe that there is a much, much bigger group in America that all want to get along and all are, you know, we're okay with things, but we just don't get all the attention because we don't kick and scream all the time. Does that make sense? You're talking about what? Who who doesn't kick a scream? Conservative, conservatives. Yeah. I mean, and even even people that aren't conservative. I mean, there's a lot of people that believe differently than me that they're well, not. Nobody, nobody they're was, not going crazy about it. Nobody was kicking and screaming at the fireworks show. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but here's, you look the, here's at that. the difference, though. No one at the no one at the fireworks show was talking or having conversations that I could tell about. You know worldview comparisons and hey you know what do you believe and you know you, you know is abortion murder or you know there was i mean i didn't hear any of that those discussions and i, mean, I kind of keep my ears open when i'm in crowds mm-hmm. like that but but when you start having those conversations now that's when it gets real so well, we, in we were a, all in just a setting enjoying like everyone, that you're just enjoying like everyone was enjoying the moment i understand yeah you don't have to have well, a deep conversation all the no, time with don't. people you no don't. and and so when when and what i'm talking about is when people get are getting fired up is when they're being challenged. Their mm-hmm. their worldview is being challenged, or their lifestyle is being challenged, mm-hmm. um, and that that gets that gets a little hairy, gets a little dicey. I mean, I, you know, the evangelism. I mean, I see it all the time. You know, you talk to somebody about their faith and what they believe, and uh, I very rarely get in an argument with somebody when I'm sharing the gospel. But um, I've had I've had some pretty crazy stuff happen in front of me. But that's not an America thing. Whether you're having that conversation or not, you could I, be you could be in Timbuktu. I understand. Is that actually a? T- I think Timbuktu is a real place. There is. You could Just you like could Keokuk, be Iowa. There's a Keokuk, Iowa. Bless you. So, yeah, exactly. You could be anywhere having this conversation. I don't think it, it's it's an America thing. It's not just in America we have issues. Every country has everybody, every human. <laughs> What's the problem? Are not always going to agree. The What's the problem then? The problem is, the problem is this. Everyone has their own way that they like to live. Mm-hmm. All right. And somebody or someone might have a secret this or a secret that that's just special to them. Maybe it's their lifestyle. Maybe they've carved a God in their own image. Like my God's okay with me living like this or doing this or doing that. And it's a justification. Once I mean, it really is truly pride. Like I, once you carve that idol, and you start living that way, and you believe that idol is God, the one that made you a certain way, right? The one that, you know, it, you can get yourself so wrapped up in it that when someone talks against it, you take it so personal because that idol is you. You're staring at yourself, and you don't want anybody to tell you that you're wrong. But this has been but going on since the beginning of time. Exactly. I mean, this is not a new argument. We just have exactly. so, so much so more access why, to seeing everything that's out there at every second of the day. But that's why constantly. when you have a relationship with, with Jesus Christ, 
that you completely understand what God, God reveals himself to you through the Holy Spirit in you. Mm-hmm. So you understand that your, 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 your flesh side is, is battling against the spirit. And um, you see that. And so when you make decisions that aren't in line with God's will, you feel it. it it's very, you, there's a remorse that's very deep. It's not, a, we talked about this in Sunday school this weekend, about worldly sorrow versus godly sorrow. And, um, you know, some people just don't have that godly sorrow. And sometimes, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of flipping about maybe something I said or, Maybe I was cocky or something like that Wait, to you. <laughs> like, I wish y'all could see his face. He's doing this face, lifting the eyebrows. Yeah, she said I was like, cocky hey, the other day. Hey. She said, you're being cocky again, again, like again. I did before. Being a like little. I'm, like I've never, like I'm, anyway, so. <laughs> like you've never done it before. But I did, did I not call you and say, I'm sorry for being cocky? You did. I'm okay. sorry. And I was, right. I was kind of giving you a hard time. You were actually being okay, but. <laughs> Wait for us. Yay. Yay. For humbling yourself enough to come down. <laughs> I try to be. So, you know, um, you know, Barney Fife, we always like to bring him on the show, but when it comes down to it, Barney, can you tell us what the real problem is? What's the real problem with the world and mankind? I mean, can you tell us? Just, just give us a little something. Inside that man's body is a little child calling out for help. Help me, help me, he's saying. <laughs> so, yeah, we're calling for help. We need help. And the only help we're going to get is from Christ himself. So, hey, when we get back, we come back, we have one more little segment here. We're going to talk about, um, let's talk about a little golf. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Sorry, I just yeah. felt like giving a little added oh, extra bonus there. A little unnecessary, but I liked it. It was your 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 passion is, is on off the charts today. So um, so golf. I'm keeping things. Oh, so golf. Mark Wahlberg. She she mentioned the other day that Mark Wahlberg. Um, I did not. You did. No, I didn't know. How did I find out about it? I you told know. me. You said I heard Mark Wahlberg runs with these things. I wouldn't even have known. So Mark that. Wahlberg apparently runs. He's he, your man he crush. Plays, Don't he even. He plays golf. And he runs nine hole. He runs golf. He doesn't get in a golf. So cart. he does he extreme it. golf. Yeah. And cardio we just golf. Moved to cardio golf. Golf course community. We just moved to a golf course community, and I've been playing a little since I since I moved here. Just kind of learning the game again, and and you know I'm a terrible golfer, but but I like this sport because it's challenging, and and I can, you know, I baseline all my scores and my shots, and because I'm a data guy, I'm kind of a you know geeky like that in many ways. And um, so I'm kind of baselining my stuff and trying to. I just want to get better. I'm not trying. I'm not going to compete against mm-hmm. anybody. I know darn well that I'm not going to bet money <clears throat> on the game of golf. I'm not going to do it. Then okay? you did last weekend. You well, won. it was a team. It was oh. a team thing. It was like a team. Uh, yeah, and I did. I actually won money for the first time ever in my life playing the game of golf. Oh wait, let because, me clarify. He was like a he was like a little kid. He was so excited. Was like, Guess what? I won money at golf. Yeah. yeah. So I actually <laughs> had the most one putts of 
of the of the group that, that played that day and uh, last a week ago yet tomorrow and I was amazing I wasn't amazing but my putting was good enough to to win it so that miniature golf is really come in handy for you yes yeah I mean um, so I bought a new putter that day too because I went to the Golf Galaxy store and I hit four 20-foot putts in the store in a row. Dalton was there, the sales guy there. I asked him if there was like a groove in the in the carpet. Is this why the they have a magnet going? in it? Yeah, or something like that's what they need to do. If they're going to sell some some putters, they need to go. Hey, oh, just, they sold you. That's for darn well, sure. Well, I hit. I literally hit hit four 20-foot putts in a row. Hit the pin. I moved around even a little bit too. I said, I'm buying this putter today. I don't and care. And that's the last time. No, I'm kidding. I've always wanted this Odyssey putter. So I bought this putter. And that day, I go out and I hit and I one putt seven out of nine holes. Seven out of nine holes. Uh, so I I thought they were keeping score. So you get a point for every time you hit the hit the fairway. You get another point for any if anytime you you are on the green in regulation, and you get another point for um, one putting. So I thought they were going to take the total score combined. What does one putting mean? What does that means mean? when you're on the green, once the ball lands on the green, how many times does it take you to put the ball? Oh, you get it in one shot. Okay. Yeah. So, Sorry. so fortunately, the for lingo. Me, fortunately for me, a lot of my, my, a lot of my shots were more closer to the hole. Or like four inches. From and the it hole. might have been because I was a couple of my shots were off on the fringe, but it wasn't quite on the green yet. So I got to chip it close and then I got a nice, easy putt, which mm -hmm. made it easier for me. So, those types of games in golf, when you do those kind of fun games, you know, it's not like stroke play. Makes it fun for guys like me who are not that good, because I can, you know, I there's a chance I could win something. I had no idea, but I thought normally when you play and someone goes, "How'd you hit?" You say, "A lot." Yes, I do hit a lot. In fact, um, <laughs> that's so, how I play. So let's go back to the Mark Wahlberg thing. So Mark Wahlberg runs nine. I said, you know what? If Mark Wahlberg can do it, I can do it. I'm getting ready to turn fifty this weekend. I am going to. I am going to run nine holes tonight. So seven o'clock, I I book a little tea time on my on my phone. I get out there with my new cart, my push cart, and I run nine holes today. It took me an hour and thirty seven minutes. I shot a fifty three, and let me tell you something. This course is very hilly, and it was more rigorous than than road road cycling. Like I, I rode used to road cycle. I, I still do, but. Okay, so he was born on June 5th of 1971. So he's a year younger than me, two years younger than you. So he just turned 48. Okay. So you have two years on him. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. trying to figure out how old he is. Okay. So, so yeah, so I did it. Um, I ran Will Farrell is 52 and yeah. you're 50? Oh. Yeah, see? He looks so much older than you. Hey, you look say? fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's um, it's worth a little clap Wow, there. Matt Damon's 48. Donnie Wahlberg's 49. Oh, yeah. So Honey, you are aging well, if I must say so myself. So let me tell you. So I got done today, and I, I bet you thought I jumped in the pool with my shirt. Right? I did. You were like, I, no, I thought you, you were. So it was. I said, is it raining? Is it raining outside? I literally swept my butt off. I came in. I, I lost seven pounds today. Seven pounds. You know, only I know men water. can do that. I know that, it's all water, but, but still, only men can do that. That is but, so not fair. So, so yeah, so so the game of golf, and so when I when I was walk when I was I was walking some of it because you know you walk to the to when you stop you got to stop running and to hit the ball. So you obviously you slow down. You don't hit it while you're running. 
you stop. Well, obviously you you're not ball, good enough to do that. I will work on that. But I thought about perpetual the, golf. <laughs> I thought about the um, the verse in the Bible about the race and winning. You know, running the race. And there were times. There's a couple hills on the front nine of this course that the the elevation of the hill is like. I mean, it's it's like I didn't what, like driving it in I, a golf cart. It was I hard to make it. Like I, I and like I hate walking up a hill because I would much rather go through five seconds of extreme pain mm-hmm. versus twenty seconds of numbing pain. You know what I mean? That you're just like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just get it over with. Let's just. I know which one you're talking about because the golf cart was like, I'm like, is it going to make it? When the golf cart may not make it. So, yeah. And after you've run and you start running up that hill, I mean, I went to one of these tee boxes and my heart rate, I I had had to look at my watch, but I mean, my heart was going uh, through the roof. I don't know about you, but I am really looking forward to joining you in that pursuit because it sounds like fun. And you're going to turn around and go, come on, come on, pick it up. No, no, no. When you and I play, we're going to walk. I mean, we're going to walk the course and enjoy it. I'm not going to expect you to go run in the course. I literally ran, full on ran the course. Oh, no. No, I'm not. Unless a bear is chasing us. mm -mm, And that probably messed with my score because, I mean, I was hitting the ball. And I was, I mean, my heart was racing. My legs were tired. I was, I was, and by the time I was on seven, eight, nine, I was, I was whooped. I was whooped. I think you've created a new sport. Seriously. I think it's cardio golf. Well, dad, my dad, uh, and I did that one time up in the mountains. They had this, this, uh, fitness place and Uh they had like a little three, uh, three par three, uh, course, like six holes or something like that. It was out in the middle, out in the mountains. And that was part of the, part of the exercise is you would, Take a ball and you take one club and use the one club, even for putting. You just chip it close to the hole and chip it into the hole. Um, you'd hit the ball and run, hit the ball, run, hit the ball and run. You, and you, I think it was it was like maybe four holes. But it was a part of a track of different exercises. There's just enough could, of an incline to just wear you out. Yeah, no, the incline. I mean, Vertic Ridge is a, Vertic Ridge is a, is a very... Very, um, Hilly. the elevations mm-hmm. are just crazy. I mean, it's one of the tough, it's actually, I think it's one of the toughest courses in the Charlotte area. Well, it was only what 100 degrees today and like really bad, low or poor air quality. Keep yeah. saying anybody with, I don't believe it. You walk outside, you're like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. I mean, it was, it was, um, it was difficult. I, I, I will tell you that. But, but if Mark Wahlberg can do it, I can do it. But I was thinking through while I was, while I was, um, while I was playing. I actually was thinking about the um, the endurance that um, the Bible talks about, you know, and we um, we constantly. I mean, we were running a race. I don't know that we sometimes realize that that we're running. We should be as as Christians. We're running to Christ. Um, sometimes we don't, but um, you know, there's hills, there's ups and downs in life, just like in this mm-hmm. course. And I looked at that hill, and I was like, Am I ever going? This 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 hill is going to kill me today i don't i'm i don't know how i'm going to hit the ball in, in the next tee box because if i run up this hill i'm going to be dead i'm going to be useless so sometimes in life we have those hills and we look at them and we're like oh my gosh am i ever going to make this what what's well, no, what's like it going to be this like the winding road home there there's times that you're going up that hill and you don't just fall back sometimes you sometimes you roll like Jack and Jill. Sometimes you just roll all the way back down that hill and have to pick yourself up and start over. I think that's another thing we have to remember is that it's not always just up and down. Sometimes it is two steps forward and 
and we get knocked back and you just got to pull yourself up and, 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 and keep pressing on. Well, you know, what <clears throat> the first Corinthians nine twenty four tells us that, yeah, that in, in all race runners run, only one receives the prize so that, so run that you may obtain it. Um, we receive the prize because of Christ. So he's already won the race for us, but we need to run as if we are we are performing in a race. He is and, our prize. I'm not, We're running I'm not talking him. about a sprint. I'm mm-hmm. talking about a faithful um, uh, pace that that is that's guided by God's will. That you know you you the pace that you're running towards Christ is is between you and God. And but if you're running the race. You're going through your tough time. You see that hill in front of you. You know it's in front of you. Maybe it's a lost job. Maybe it's a demotion. Maybe it's whatever. Maybe it's a health issue. Whatever that is, you see this hill, but know that the it, it, you're going to finish the race no matter what. It doesn't look like you're going to clear the hill. It doesn't feel like it, but you're going to. And God will take you through it. And in the end, you win the race. And God will say, well done. If you put your faith in him, he'll, he will. He'll renew your strength. And he'll mount you uh, up with, uh, like wings, uh, with wings like eagles. And, and you'll run and not be weary. And you'll walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 31. Imagine running and not being weary. <laughs> I mean, can, can no, you? I can't imagine. Because when I was running today at the nine holes, I was weary. I was very mm-hmm. weary. So we can run and not be weary, but I think too many of us, and I have a good friend of mine that I just met who's struggling with work and with a, a he, he lost his job. He's, he's weary. He's letting it wear him out. I see it. And I tell him, look, I've been there, been there twice. Try your best not to let it wear you out. Think of, think of the positive things that you can, you can you're, you're getting out of this. There's a reason why. And maybe it's more time with your son. Maybe it's some time to catch up on some things that you need to catch up on. Whatever that case, whatever the case may be. But he's not sitting idle. He's he's doing what he can to to find something new for work. But sometimes um, it's hard to find joy in your circumstances. It is. But even if you can find a small bit of joy, it can make all the difference. Yeah. You don't expect, if someone's in a bad time, you don't expect them to be happy-go-lucky. I mean, that's just not going to happen, but they can find that strength to get through, and even if it's a small glimmer of hope, yeah, makes a difference. Well, you know, we're, we're fighting the good fight. We're running the race, and we have hope in Christ. And whether you're, you're, you're running a golf course or you're running the course of life, and you've got this this impossible shot in front of you with the wind in your face and there's a bunker here and a bunker there and water everywhere and you just there's no way i i don't have that i don't i can't do it um you know you really really can because god's doing the shooting just let him hit the shot let, let him do it for you have faith let go and let god travel light and and, and enjoy um the ride on the side of eternity Christ has got this. Love you guys. We will uh, talk to you soon. Bye now. 